Na 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 na. Hey hey hey. From professional wrestling to anniversaries, and my anniversary more specifically, with La Championa, a strong, a lustful, a very sensual 10 years to the future Mrs. Shades, who I stare at ever so lovingly right now. Oh, adorbs. 10 years, mama. Yeah, I, I don't that, have an anniversary, so uh, I don't. I can't. Well, I don't you have an anniversary with I. That's true. Uh, yeah, September. September makes seventeen years. That's right. Seventeen years, man. I was wow. the original Mrs. Shades. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Girl <laughs> says he was the original Mrs. Shades. <laughs> well, everyone out there can be. The next Mrs. Shades. While listening to us <laughs> on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples to Apples. That's Grapples, the number two. Apples, you don't like SoundCloud. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on iHeartRadio. Doesn't matter where you're listening. As long as you're listening. As always, I am one of your hosts. The very sensual. The very engaged Mr. Sunglasses at Night himself, your boy, the general, and still the longest reigning Grapples to Apples champion, Shades, joined by my hetero life mate, remotely, <laughs> of course. Ill will, the thrill, the poetarian, Shakespearean candidate, major English, whatever you need me to be, that's who I'll be, because baby, that's who I is. Thrill. Yes, sir. Thrill, 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 thrill. Si, senor. What a slow week for the wrestling news. Man, this the the news was slower than my ability to run, which is it's, oh, boy. That, that's pretty, that's pretty that's slow. That's slow. That's we're slow. talking about we're talking about one major news, and then everything else is just like man. Like, <laughs> uh, there is some free agents, some couple expecting, some debuting Ooh. tag team, Ooh. and a major superstar contracting COVID nineteen. But we can't get into any of that. Let's thrill. Do me one favor. This is yes, your, your gift. Your gift to me, Ala Championa, for our 10 years of being together. Ooh, okay. Ring me that bell. So, are we doing what we discussed earlier, or are we, are we no, keeping no, the status no, quo? We'll keep the status quo. I'm having myself an adult beverage. I've calmed the nerves <laughs> down a bit. Just the all right. With the company, I'll get into later. Oh, we could do this all day. But anyway, um, first bit of news out here is Mr. Matt Hardy and his wife Rebby Hardy have announced that they are expecting their fourth child. I didn't. Really, I thought they had two. I didn't realize they had three already. But they had another. There's another little Hardy coming to the world. It's going to be a Hardy party. It's going to be a hearty party. Good for them. Congrats. Man, Matt. I, I just want to know what kind of goofy name they're going to name this kid. Yeah, I know, right? Because well, uh, Max King Hill. Maxwell. Yeah. Uh, and then the mm. other one. Yeah. And then there's the third one that no one knew about. I didn't even know that. And now there's a fourth one. Well, we clearly know which is the between Matt and Jeff. We know who's the Hardy boy. What? Uh, 
Huh? Huh? Are you are you talking no? about his his hearty member? Yeah, yeah. The guy's popping out babies like it's Royal Rumble eliminations. Oh, you see how I'm doing that? See that? Seasonal, He's seasonal, 40, seasonal. Forty six. He's forty six. Man, forty six. September twenty third, nineteen seventy three. <clears throat> so we have wow, Max Seal, Hardy. Bartholomew Kit Hardy <laughs> and Wolfgang Xander Hardy. What? Oh, man. What? I, I, I'd love to be a, a fly on the wall when Rebby's family hears these kids' names, considering they're like Latinos. The Puerto Rican. Yeah, like, we're gonna name our kid Wolfgang. Que eso de que Wolfgang, que es eso? Un lobo. Un, un lobo, okay. un lobo. They call him a wolf. Que eso? <laughs> I hope oh, this man. kid gets a, a proper, like Hispanic name, like Julio or <laughs> Maxil Bartholomew Wolfgang Juan Carlos, <laughs> or Senor Benjamin. Like Nick, they call him Senor Benjamin. Oh my! As God. a kid, like after their grandfather. That'd be nice. Call but anyway. Benjamin, Benjamin Franklin Hardy. Oh my god. Stop it. He would too. I can hear the ice in your in your drink, sir. Can you? Unless you have enough to share with the class. Okay. Put it away. I can hear, I can hear the clicking of your ceiling fan. Oh, can you really? <laughs> So we're even. <laughs> so we're even. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, this was, I thought, the biggest news that I had seen this week, um, just for my own personal opinion. Dalton Castle has become a free agent. Now, reportedly, Ring of Honor has made an offer, but he does want to test the waters and see what he can get elsewhere. And to me, this is huge. Um mm. For those of you who don't know Dalton Castle, he is a former Ring of Honor World Champion. He is a legitimate former, like, mat wrestler, like an amateur wrestler. Um, and he's, you know, I, he's really good in the ring. His character work when he was doing the, um, the flame. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot the nickname that he used for it, though. But it was, like, very flamboyant with a peacock, and he had the boys with him. Like... You know, say what you we want about there. that we character. Were there when he turned on the boys, right? Yeah. Uh, say what you want about that character style. Um, like it has been done before, obviously with like Gorgeous George and and so on and so forth. Um, but Dalton Castle did it in a way, in my opinion, especially using the whole Peacock stuff and the boys. That was it. It really worked for him. And when you pair that with the fact that he was really good in the ring, the juxtaposition I thought was great. So even when he dropped that whole gimmick and just became a straight-up professional wrestler, the guy can go, you know? So I think he has a lot to offer. He clearly, he clearly has a creative mind, right? So if he goes to somewhere like AEW or Impact that has more creative freedom, I'm curious as to see what kind of character he brings with him. Does he do something similar to his original Ring of Honor gimmick, maybe with a, a more toned down version of it, or does he do something entirely different? And on top of that, no matter where he goes, he is a very good in-ring worker. He's experienced. He has had time being a top guy in a promotion, so he can do that also. You know, I'm sure if he goes to WWE, they'll throw him in NXT, and he'll be fine in NXT until they ruin him in the main roster. But I think if I'm, in NXT he'll have more of a um, Tyler Breeze type run, you know. Ooh, you think so? Yeah, that's unfortunate. In his, in his Wikipedia, it says Gail or G Gail. His last name is married to a woman named Heather. Like they had to really drive home the fact that he's not gay. <laughs> like, a woman matters. named Heather. Yeah, it's just a woman uh, named Heather. No no last name. He's 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 a cool dude. Too. He's actually pretty funny. Uh 
not to to be that guy, but when um on oh, Olin weekend, no Olin oh. weekend when I went out, um he was in the same room as GDP for GDP signature, the signing. So obviously I'm online for GDP signing, and they have Matt they have they have a, a Dalton Castle like off to the side a little bit, so the line for DDP is kind of in front of his table and there is no line for him. So he's kind of just sitting there and like just like saying hi to the people who are waiting for DDP. He's like, Hey, uh, me? No. no. Yeah. I'm a wrestler. Hi, I'm Dalton castle. Oh, you're not here for me. Oh, that guy. Oh yeah. That's, that's DDP. You're in line for him. Oh, that makes sense. I guess. And so like, he just <laughs> kept making those, those same kind of like self deprecating jokes about himself. And the fact that, like, they just put him off to the side next to DDP's table, it was just, oh, man. So, but he's he's a super nice guy. Like, you know, he's like, do you need me to move my table some more so you guys have more space to line up? Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see where he goes. I don't know that I want him to go to AEW. I think AEW is starting to have uh, too many people on their roster. They're running into the WWE problem of too many people, not enough TV time. Um, so let him go to impact. They need a main event scene. Let him go to impact. Let him, you know, jump into that scene. Let him challenge Moose because Rich, I'm over Rich Swan. So let Rich Swan drop the title to Moose because I think Moose is his next challenger anyway. Um, after Hard to Kill, I think they're going to they're gonna start a Moose versus Rich Swan program, which I think is a good idea. Um, and let Dalton Castle jump into that. But I don't know. He could reach on Ring of Honor. I have no idea. I don't know what he wants to do. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I think he just re-signs with NXT. Um, you mean not NXT? Uh, ROH. Ring of Honor. Yeah, uh, I don't think that going to Impact does anything for him, um, especially because right now Impact Wrestling is locked up with the whole Kenny storyline. Uh, they're not going to have. True. For a debuting Dalton Castle, uh, WWE—I don't know. I, right now, they're they're doing stuff with um, Karrion Cross and Finn Balor are, are about to get into a program. Um, Gargano's not really doing anything, but do you really want Gargano Dalton Castle coming in and facing Gargano off the rip? Um, mm. he's not going to the main roster because no, the log jam up no. there already. And yeah. then you said it was he, he doesn't have the name weight to go to WWE. Uh, and then you said with AEW, um, AEW already has so much going on that you're you're really doing a disservice to him. So yeah, because at this point, either he starts to jump over people already on the roster, which is not okay, or he ends up at the back of the line, which was the point. And then you're just wasting his years because he's no spring chicken. He's 34 years old. That, yeah, that too. Very true. So, um, <clears throat> but what uh, is there they, left for him to do with Ring of Honor? You know, like there's nothing left for him to do over there. At this point, just uh, if it's not about accolades and it's just getting your paycheck, sign with WWE. Why not? Yeah, let but I feel like your... I, I. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Let them let them kill your character that you've worked tirelessly to build up. Uh, turn him into an over the top like androgynous guy. Uh, make him super flamboyant, and then that's it. Like that's that's what they're gonna do with him. They'll do nothing Look, past they, a... They him with the Velveteen Dream? Yeah. It's essentially the same character. Or, or you have him feud against Velveteen Dream. And Tegan be like, you stole my gimmick. Like, you stole uh, everything that you built your career on is built off of my back. Or you could spin it like that because, you know... Uh, Velveteen Dream wasn't like that when he was in uh, the Tough Enough series. He was just Patrick Clark? I'm sure. I didn't even know his real name. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I'm intrigued. By the way, did did you know that Genesis happened over the weekend? 
Really? Impact, Impact Wrestling's Genesis? Because Hard to Kill is, is this Sunday. Yeah, Genesis was the ninth, so it was last last week's Saturday. What are they running two shows on like consecutive weekends? Well, That's it was, dumb. It was really the Super X Cup tournament. Okay. But there was no build up, no nothing. Genesis used to be like a pay per view, not just a foo foo tournament. Nah, they're yeah, they're they're just building. They're they are building one hundred percent to hard to kill. That's their main focus right now. Yeah, but they have to. Yeah, that's Kenny. That's the Kenny Omega pay per view right there. Yeah, that's the Kenny show. But uh, Bad Zelda Castle. I feel I don't know if he wants to spread his wings a little bit. I say go to Impact. No pun intended <laughs> to the Peacock stuff. I that's um, I laughed. <laughs> so, I don't know. Whatever. We'll see what he does. But uh, yeah, that, I mean that's the extent of the news outside of WWE. Uh, oh, oh no! Not, do, oh, no! Hold not, on! It's not, it's not. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. What do Josh, you got? Josh Matthews. Oh yes, your your favorite news of the week. Nah 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 nah. <laughs> hey hey hey. Goodbye. <laughs> So Josh, it has been announced that Josh Matthews is going to take a behind-the-scenes role, which makes sense because he's been with the company for a long time. Apparently, he's kind of their version of Michael Cole. Like, he's a on-air guy with a lot of input, so now they're going to give him an official backstage role. That, that um, used to be Mike Tanay's job, man. Like, Tanay was the the Michael Cole. He was a little annoying, to be honest, but I like Mike Tanay. Mike, Mike well, Tanay was definitely, like, a guy who – who couldn't take the goggles off and just like mm. this, everything to him was real. I was like, it's still real to me. Damn calm it. down a little bit. Yeah. It, it was like that. He's like, well, what, what is going on? This makes me sick. You're a bunch of thugs. I'm like, Oh my God. Today. Dial it back a little bit. <laughs> Dial it back a little bit. Oh man. But yeah, Josh Matthews. Uh, so, Josh Matthews, Josh Matthews is taking a backstage role. Um, he will no longer be doing the commentary. Now, we will be having Matt Stryker joined by D'Lo Brown. I am team. super hyped for this. Interesting team. Stryker's good. I like Matt Stryker. Exactly. I like Matt Stryker, and I'm interested to see what D'Lo Brown brings to the table. I've never heard him do any kind of commentary, so I'm very intrigued to see. What he brings to the announce table. I think, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think D'Lo Brown's a former NWA champion. <clears throat> With impact. Right. TNA. I think you're yeah. right. I think you're right. Um, so yeah, yeah, that, and that's that's. I believe that is to begin with Hard to Kill. Hard to Kill is going to be the first night of the Matt Striker and D'Lo Brown team. So that should be fun. Um, do we want to talk about um, Lita's thing? Uh, I was going to get to that in the WWE news. That's yours? Okay, fine. So in that case, off to you, sir. So, D'Lo Brown was not an NWA World Champion. He was, excuse me, a tag team champion. Okay. With that cool. out of the way. To the WWE news. WrestleMania 37's dates reportedly been moved to April 11th. Uh, usually they have it around March. late March. Early April, Late yeah. March, or early April. Um, so my, my opinion with this is I think this this will be their first event with actual fans in attendance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If they can get an outdoor event like they usually do. <clears throat> mm-hmm. As the whole AEW. reason they're doing this, it works with AEW. It works at football games. Um, why not do it? Yeah, it's the whole reason why they changed the date. the mm -hmm. The later they can do it, the way that the vaccines are rolling out, um, this is the the logical step for them. Do it a little later than usual, so you can at least have some fans in the crowd. You know, and I get it. So, makes all the sense of the world. I'm not surprised when I saw this. Yeah. 
the next bit of news is probably the most shocking and high-profile name on the COVID list. Drew McIntyre tweeted out that he has contracted COVID-19 and he had to quarantine, leading the main event between him and Randy Orton for the bajillionth time. (laughs) First time in 2021, though. Off the table, and we get a returning instead of instead of teasing it or like like surprising us, they they tweeted out that Triple H will be taking on Randy Orton on Twitter, and it's like where's the fun in that? Randy Ratings Orton, grab. Let, let me tell you something. No one was watching anyway. But that's why they do this stuff, and that's that's why they don't do surprise, shock, and awe anymore. They announce everything ahead of time in the hopes that it'll get them ratings for the day. Because what's the point of this huge, big surprise if no one's watching? I hate it, like you do. I would have much rather become like a natural, organic surprise kind of thing. But that's why they do what they do. You know what's I was rewatching earlier. Um, mm. Scott Hall debuting on WCW Nitro, mm. and how major that was. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't get that anymore. It's also a different landscape. We don't have seven million people watching wrestling anymore. Yeah, also true. But we do have a lot of people watching wrestling. We have a lot of people interested. Um, not to mention, um, I think uh, Brody Lee's wife tweeted out that she doesn't understand the like the hatred for WWE. The tribalism? Yeah, it's yeah. like, she's like <clears throat> he loved the WWE. He just didn't like the way that his character was being portrayed. Or they had no direction for him, so he decided to leave. Instead of having uh, one versus the other, why not just come together and just enjoy wrestling like he did? And somebody yeah. tweeted out, um, AEW's ratings versus NXT's ratings, and then added them together. And it's like this is the real, um, the real winner. A million plus fans getting to watch wrestling every week. And I was like, yeah, but AEW. <laughs> You're such a jerk. Um, cool. No, look, I'm, I, I, I'm right, right. But AEW. <laughs> I I agree with the sentiment. I love the sentiment. It's the reason why I try and watch as much wrestling as possible. But I think, like anything, the best way to love something is to be critical of it so it can be better. You know? The WWE, I'm not going to sit here and act like they're an amazing company that I'm going to love forever and ever just because they happen to put on a product of something that I enjoy. Like, no. If I think your your company is bunk, I'm going to call you out on it. If I think your decision-making is trash, I'm going to call you out on it. If what you put on TV, to me, is an embarrassment and an indictment on something that I enjoy, like professional wrestling, well, then no, I'm not going to love you because we all get to watch wrestling. I'm going to tell you, hey, I really like professional wrestling. Stop doing it wrong. You know? Yeah. And I... I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I grant. I agree with the sentiment. That's why I'm a how many dude. I come on this show and and try and talk up impact almost every week. You know, I want everyone to succeed. I want Ring of Honor to do well. I want Impact to do well. New Japan, WWE, AEW, everyone. But I'm not going to sit here blindly and not call you out for being crap. Yeah, absolutely. So. Back to Drew McIntyre getting COVID. People are saying that this throws a wrench in his pl- the, the plan for uh, the Royal Rumble, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, you guys don't understand. Still, still a year later, don't understand how COVID works. He's got a quarantine. <laughs> Meaning, if he's not on Raw and the subsequent days after that, that is one week he will not be on raw again this week and then the na- the days after that and then on the go home show before royal rumble he can show back up why william because that would be two weeks. weeks exactly 
oh, he can't face Goldberg now because Goldberg's older and he's got COVID. And I was like, uh, okay. They wouldn't be in the ring at the same time. They wouldn't let Drew McIntyre in the ring if he has COVID. I was like, you guys are like really dumb. Really I, dumb. Uh, painful. Um, but the last, last bit of news. Wait, 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 wait. Um, before, before, we, before we step away from the Drew McIntyre stuff, I do, I do some stuff that's worth pointing out. Are you going to mention um, the fireball? No, 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 no. Drew McIntyre is the first wrestler on WWE's roster who was allowed to publicly state that he had COVID, and he cut a COVID promo on Raw advising that people should wear their masks and social distance. Considering who runs WWE and who they're associated with, that's enormous, first of all. Um, second of all, I think it's great that they're finally let like someone do something. We've had AJ Styles admit that he had COVID but wasn't allowed to talk about it. Renee got in trouble for announcing it on Twitter that she had COVID. Um and I think there was two others, one other wrestler and one other backstage personnel who admitted that they had COVID but weren't allowed to talk about it until after they were, like, healthy because WWE didn't want anyone getting it out that people had COVID in their company. So the fact that Drew got to publicly announce it I think is good. I think it's great. The fact that they let him cut that promo to advocate for social distancing and other safe practices I think is awesome. Um but I don't think it's any surprise that this comes in the wake of more complaints from WWE and NXT superstars who feel that WWE's COVID practices are unsafe. So with the good comes the bad, but at least, you know, we got that from Drew McIntyre. Yeah. Um, uh, a couple other things that I wanted to go over before, like, this news that I, I like, I close out the news. Um, sure. Ricochet. There are rumors that Ricochet hasn't signed a new contract that he is going to Ooh. leave the WWE. <clears throat> As he should. Uh, uh, he shut down these rumors saying that they were false. Although he oh, has not signed a new contract, he's not leaving. So we don't know what's going to happen yet. Um, the same thing with Dalton Castle. If he does leave, do not go straight to AEW. Go go to uh, New Japan, Japan. New Japan. New Japan. Yes. And oh my God! Join the junior division. Oh my Lanta. Not to, not to mention. Joined um, the United Empire. Ooh, oh, I'm so game for that. Ricochet in the Empire. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm totally game for that. Mm-hmm. 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 He could be uh, their Paul, junior. Oh my gosh. Paul Heyman on Raw Talk this Monday says to Kayla Braxton that he can get her fired and call Re- uh, Renee Pe- Paquette. That's um, John Moxley's wife's yeah. name. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Renee he just name drops. Yeah. Renee, uh, formerly known as Renee Young. And people are like, ooh, Paul Heyman. That's, that's me. And uh, finally, Ryback is on Twitter saying that he can out-talk Paul Heyman in the ring any day of the week. False. And all I'm saying is, <laughs> Just, Ryback, no. put the needles down. The steroids are getting to your brain. Yeesh. Uh, yeah, false. He, he cannot out-talk anybody, especially not Paul Heyman. So stop it. Um. That's all I have to say. I, I'm not going to touch on what you said, but uh, yeah, uh, I don't need to hear the big guy thirty thousand times. <laughs> Feed me a, more, because I'm the big yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please go away. Who legally changed away. his name to Ryback? It's like Ryback Reeves, right? Yeah. What a loser. <laughs> And the last bit of news that I found, like, I almost, I, I told Thrill about this, and I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to do 
WWE news. I don't think I'm going to cover WWE anymore because just the the amount of I don't know the the most polite way to say this inhumane thinking that they mm. they 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 have with their female superstars. Mm -hmm. Lita, when she was part uh, partners with Edge or Adam Copeland, they did the live sex celebration on Raw, which she was firmly against. Um, they essentially forced her to do it. Um, Edge didn't want her to do it, any, uh, and John Cena didn't want her want her to do it. But ultimately, Vince says, you're going to do it. Um, and that is what led to her leaving the WWE. That decision then, and the way that they booked her afterwards, was to assassinate her character. <clears throat> to force a woman to unclothe in the middle of a packed arena is just about the lowest thing you can do aside from you know obviously sexual yeah. assault yeah 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 it's one thing when you had the women of the attitude era like sable and jacqueline who did it and and miss kitty especially miss kitty um who did it willingly you know, um, but to force a woman to, to force a woman to do something like this, or even a man, if they force the man to do this, it's wrong. But, you know, especially what we're talking about here is the disgusting misogyny that that just permeated throughout WWE. Um, and what makes it all the worse is that she was justified because. I'm sure many of you, any of you who know about the live sex celebration know that there was a, a instance on the camera during the live feed where she was exposed. And it's like, the poor woman doesn't want to do this. You make her do it. And then you're like, your camera guys catch her. Like you can't even like film it properly so that she doesn't get exposed on live television in front of millions of people. It's... Yeah, I I don't want to go too much in about this because um, if we start going in on a rant on WWE and their practices, we could be here for like four hours. It's um, I mean, you don't have the woman wear pasties or anything like that. You just you you put her out there in the nude. To have a live sex celebration. It's. Uh, it's horrible. To think like. Uh, about having a daughter. Right in the future. Maybe she wants mm -hmm. to be a wrestler. It's just like. The man made a woman get on her hands and knees. And bark mm, like a dog. Bark like a dog. Yep. The man. Yep made out with a woman in front of his wife who was supposed to be uh, catatonic or comatose. Mm -hmm. It's just like, why would... I'm, that's why I'm happy for the the generation of women wrestlers that we have yeah. now. Sure. Although, although a lot of them suck, you do have the the ones that grew up watching Trish Stratus wrestle, not Bark, uh, Lita, Ivory, China, um, you know, uh, Victoria, uh, Mickey James wrestle. You have your AJ Lee's, your Sasha Banks, your Bailey's, your Charlotte's, your Becky Lynch's. Um, so we don't have to see something like, um, Maurice versus uh, give me another 
terrible woman from the Oksana or something. Yeah. It's like why 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 do I why do I continue to support a company whose views I I don't agree with their right. policies I don't agree with why do I continue to 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 support them why do I continue to not buy their merch because I I haven't bought merch from them in a long time but I watch yeah. their pay per views I watch their shows when I can you know I cover them on a a podcast that it's supposed to be my hobby, something I actually want to talk about. This is not mm. stuff that I want to talk about. Yeah. It's stuff that needs to be spoken about. For sure. But it's not stuff I, I want. It's not, I don't want to dedicate, you know, 10 or 15 minutes to talk about how scummy Vince McMahon is. Yeah. I mean, just like you were saying before, I'm so grateful that we live in an era where, A, it's no longer okay. You know, like, when this happened, no one batted an eye. But that would never fly today. And I'm happy about that. And on top of that, like you said before, I'm happy that now, you know, think about it, Shades. It, think about it, Jeremy. The the female wrestlers that we get to criticize their ring work. That was not a thing 10 years ago. There was, was no a- such thing as ring work for these girls 10 years ago. We live in a time where you and I can sit here and go, who has the best women's division? And we can list off legitimate, talented, and skilled professional wrestlers who happen to be women, like the people that you mentioned, along with the the Tessa Blanchards and the Britt Bakers and the B Priestleys and, uh, and, uh, the, and the Jordan Grace's Diana Parazzo. There's so many, each, each promotion minus ring of honor, each promotion has, (laughs) has a lot of women, like, like, you know, more than five women who can legitimately work in the ring. And we couldn't count five, at all in all professional wrestling 10 15 years ago so i mean um yeah oh i may be being a little hyperbolic but you get my point yeah it's exponentially more now than it was before i'm so grateful for that and i'm so grateful that these women are having the opportunity to become professional wrestlers and not just half naked or topless, you know, eye candy and puppies and all that stuff, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, uh, the last bit of news is Jey Uso and Cesaro have uh, declared for the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Okay. And... Uh, we have a debuting tag team for the Dusty Classic. The Rascals. Uh, hold on. I had their names here, too. And I just freaking closed out the tab. Um, let me tell you something. The WWE... <laughs> the, the WWE uh, machine. Mm. Golly. What kind of names? Oh what, man, yeah. What kind of names are you guys like who generates this crap? I have no idea. So the Rascals, uh a former Impact Wrestling superstars, Zachary Wentz and Desmond uh Xavier. Um better known they went as Wentz and Des from the Rascals, made their NXT debut. Taking on the team of Isaiah Swerve Scott and uh, Jake Atlas. Their team name are MSK. Now, what does MSK stand for? Who the hell knows? (laughs) Now, as for their names... Golly, hold on one second. I gotta find this 
silly, silly name they have. Nash Carter and Wes Lee. Oh, Dutch. <sighs> you know, they uh, a few years ago WWE had on their network that uh, the docu series Breaking Ground, and there was parts where you got to see the the wrestlers submit the names that they wanted, and then they have a meeting where their names get bounced back. Or approved, or rejected. And man, I I would love to see who comes up with these names, because like these wrestlers will come up with one name and they'll be like, yeah, no. Here's a list of five god awful names. You can pick one of these, and the wrestler has to go. I guess that one is the 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 letter the less of two evils. I guess. Like oh man. Oh, that's got to be so, like, soul-sucking to show up and be like, I'm going to be named this. And they're like, uh, no, you get this god-awful name instead. And it's like, oh, okay. <sighs> like, your 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 name was uh, Hunter McIntyre, right? Yes. That's my, imagine, that's my name. Imagine showing up to NXT or the Performance Center and you're like, I'm submitting the name Hunter McIntyre. And they go, hmm, how about instead we call you Roscoe Ponytail? Like, wait, what? Where'd you, like, where'd you get that? Like, I, we, I don't know. We, we really wanted to go back to revolutionary times. We wanted you to be a Paul <laughs> Revere type character. So you're a descendant of Paul Revere. And we're going to call you Peter Revere. Pete Revere. <laughs> And people will revere you. Brilliant. It's going to be on t-shirts everywhere. And you're just like, what? I don't understand. Remember like Stone Cold, Stone Cold's names before he became like Stone Cold Steve Austin? Oh, my God. Um, Bang McFrost. Yes. Um, All these like ice-related names. Ice, ice Dagger and um, – Oh, my gosh. Uh, what the heck was his last one? Otto Otto von Ruthless. Otto von Ruthless. God, that's so bad. That is so bad. Otto von Ruthless. That is just objectively bad. There's nothing redeemable about that name. Yeah. So. Oh. I, do you think do you think they actually have people who come up with names, or do you think it's a generator? Do you think they just put names in the computer and see what comes up? Yeah, it's definitely like an like a like an adult film star generator name or a Wu Tang Clan rap name. <laughs> like, there's got to. I would hope that there's like market studies that that is leading to these names, but there can't be. There's no way that market studies came up with uh, Curtis McGillicuddy or or McGillicuddy. Um, sorry, That's Michael McGillicuddy. Actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael McGillicuddy or um, what the hell is Bray Wyatt's uh, old name? Uh, Husky Harris. Husky Harris. There's no way that someone would saw thought Husky Harris. Brilliant. He'll be on the marquee of WrestleMania. Like. Oh my god. Cuz that's the goal, isn't it? Like the end game is to have a wrestler who's going to make you millions and billions of dollars and be a marquee name wrestler. Michael McGillicuddy is not a marquee name. Why not just do the Husky whole Harris. thing? That he, first of all, yes. his actual dad is Kurt Henning. How do you not have him just go on his father's? Obviously, he doesn't have his charisma. Also, Curtis Axel is forty-one years old. What the hell? Yeesh. He looks like he's forever twenty-seven. He he looks like a twenty-seven-year-old, like struggling drummer who lives with his mom. Damn, B. Leave my drummers out there alone, right? Leave us alone. <laughs> Yeah, I just I, I I don't get it. I don't get it. 
What what are some other ridiculous WWE names? Triple um, H. No, I think Triple H is cool. Triple H is literally just Triple H. It's not. It's nothing fancy about it. Hunter Hearst Helmsley was worse, but it's his name is Triple H. Okay, so I will give you that. The fact that they like his name was Hunter Hearst Helmsley, and they called him Triple H as a nickname. But then they switched it so that his actual name is now the word triple and the letter H. Fair. That's dumb. That's dumb. But there's an evolution to it, you know? Um, yeah, like it, it, it's okay now after the fact, right? Like, Yeah. Um, what else is a really stupid name? Hmm. Hmm. Hulk Hogan. Who said that? <laughs> All jokes aside, Hulk Hogan is actually a really good wrestling name. It is. It's a, it's a fantastic name. That's a really good wrestling name. Yeah, um, Stone Cold Steve name. Austin is a really good wrestling name. Um, well, Steve Austin, Stone Cold was uh, like a Stone Cold demeanor, and then Steve Austin was yeah. just his name. But so, but it works. Yeah, but it all goes together. Like it, it works perfectly. That's a that's a really good wrestling name, Stone Cold Steve Austin. That works. Kane like, is a really good wrestling name. The Undertaker is a good wrestling name. Yeah, but then they start like like under what's his first name? They start calling him Taker. So it's like Taker. Oh, you don't want to piss off Taker. Mm. Like, Big Show is crap. Like, yeah. I always thought that was a crap name. Yeah, first of all, the giant Big wasn't, was wasn't better. The giant wasn't better. No, I agree. And they, he was Paul White for like two seconds when he debuted. But like, it. yeah, and it's the like, Big yeah, Show, Paul White, Paul White. He is. He's gonna be the Big Show. He is the biggest guy here. And I was like, oh, the Big Show. That's gonna terrible. Stick. We, I, we were what like eight when he debuted. Something like that? 97, 98? Oh, no, no, no. It had to be 90, 98, because Bret Hart left in 97. That's what I was thinking, 98. Yeah, so let's say 98. At eight years old, I even at eight years old, I was like, that's a dumb name, The Big Show? What's that? Like, that's dumb. Dumb. Dumb name. Anyway. 99, excuse we, me. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Hey, wait, he debuted against The Rock in 99, but um, he made these, his appearance at um, St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Uh, that was 98? 90? Well, for God's sakes. Either way, you know, I think you and I one day should put together our list of top 10 and bottom 10 yeah. wrestling 99. names of all time. February 99. Worst and best. Worst, best name, AJ Styles. Oh, my God. Ba- come on with the bias. Worst name, Chris Jericho. Oh, my Lanta. This boy. This boy. You know what we should also do? Um, their, their nicknames. So, um, Triple H has the King of Kings, the Cerebral Assassin, and the game. And, so and the game. Uh, he's got good nicknames. He does. He's got fantastic ones. The the phenomenal AJ Styles. That's good. That's phenomenal good. Phenomenal one. Um, the Brahma Bull, That's good. the People's Champion, the most satisfying. Like he's got. Yeah, he's got the Rock. The Rock's whole set is is good. The Rock is a good name, and then all those nicknames are good names. <laughs> Um, um, the world's strongest man, Mark Henry. That's a good one. Well, he was the yeah. That was um. I've always liked Sabu. Is the homicidal, genocidal, suicidal um Sabu? Okay, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, the whole effing show. That's one. That's one. Well, man, we should dedicate. That's good. That's good. I'm I'm totally game. I'm totally game to do this. Okay. Um. Let's see. Anything else? No. Let's let's plant some seeds. Well, 
in the world of professional wrestling, there are good seeds. And with Josh Matthews leaving the commentary booth, that's a good seed also. <laughs> uh, but at the end of the day, they all contribute to the tree, to the garden, to the forest that is professional wrestling. So, uh, good seed. I don't know that I necessarily have one. I really don't. Um, Josh just because you alluded Matthews. to it just now, I'll say my good seed is not to Josh Matthews leaving. My good seed is to Matt Stryker and D'Lo Brown being the new commentary team because I'm a fan of Matt Stryker's work. My good seed is to Josh Matthews no longer being the commentary group. <laughs> uh, my bad seed... Oh, man. Um, it's got to go It's either to, you know, lead a story, or if not, then, you know what? Yeah, I'll do that. My bad seed goes to the whole, you know, the revelation of, of you know, what Lita had to go through for that stupid segment. Uh, my bad seed goes to WWE as a whole. Yeah, that's fair. I'm not gonna argue with you. That that's that's a good yeah. That's the, the Lita thing, McIntyre, their replacement for McIntyre's man. The fireball. Before, oh, I wouldn't even cover that, but the fireball Bray White because Bray White's dead. We haven't seen him in a while. Also, Randy uh. is the only person that hasn't changed since facing the fiend. You're right. Because he can't change. He's Randy Orton. Ugh, whatever. I can't. Ugh. Anyway, can we can we get off this thing? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to us on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples to Apples. It's Grapples the number two apples. If you don't like SoundCloud, you got Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio. doesn't matter where you're listening as long as you're listening. Don't forget to check out our social media page. Really, dude, you got to yawn while I'm doing the outro. I tried not to. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't forget to check out our social media pages. That's Facebook.com, Twitter.com, and Instagram.com slash Grapples of Apples. Again, that's Grapples, the number two apples. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Do whatever you're going to do to put us in as many eyes on you as humanly possible because we appreciate it. As always, I've been one of your hosts. Ill will, the thrill, the poetarian, Shakespearean candidate, major English, whatever you need me to be. That's why I be because maybe that's who I is. Joined by my hetero life mate remotely. Tell him who you are, sexy man. I am the women's pet, the men's regret. You bet against me, you made a bad bet. The man of the hour, the man with the power, too damn sweet to be sour. Cream of the crop, rise to the top. Your boy, the general, and your champion, Shades. Don't forget to check out our episodes last week, next week, and every other week. Because an apple a day gives bad wrestling away. Peace. Love you.